Hey, good morning, everybody. Hope you are doing okay. I know there's some people watching that don't have power. Uh, we're thinking about you this morning. Should have come and got warm with us here. Uh, and we've got a you know pretty much a packed house for today's standards. So we've got the fellowship room set up. If anybody you know wants to get up and go in there, if if more people come in and they don't know where to sit, you can guide them uh, to the fellowship hall down the, down the hallway there and we've got the live stream pumping into there so I want to welcome you and uh, welcome those listening and watching online we're going to continue in our series called transformed and in this series we're looking at how we can be transformed uh, we're looking at uh, special areas important areas of our life where you know we can be transformed for the Lord and this is very important we talked about this on week one transformation has to start and has to occur on the inside before anything else takes place on the outside. It takes place on the inside. In week one, we talked about our spiritual growth and how we can grow closer to the Lord. We talked about our physical health and how we can deal with with stress properly. Last week, Pastor Chad taught us how we can uh, be transformed through mental health and how we can deal with those things. And so I would highly encourage you to uh, go back and listen or watch uh, on our website if you've missed a week. They've been really, really good messages. Now, today I want to talk to you um, about emotional health. And, uh, you know, you may be uncomfortable when I when I say that. I'm uncomfortable when I say that, okay? Emotional health. It's a, it's a very, very important thing, our, our emotions. And look, um, our emotions seem to be at an all-time high right now, all right? It just seems like everybody, everyone is so emotional. So this is a very important message and, and, and one that we all need. And I think we all can use an emotional transformation at this time. So before we get into you know, the, the, the meat of the message, I want to begin with some foundational truths about emotions in general. Okay, first of all, God has emotions. Did you know that? Uh, God has emotions. He feels. He expresses emotions. He um, is happy. He is uh, proud, right, when we do things uh, that glorify and honor him. He's also, he also gets angry, right? He gets jealous. He gets disappointed. He gets hurt. And, and when we look at the Trinity, you know, we... When we look at the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we see that, that the Holy Spirit can be grieved, right? So the Holy Spirit can exhibit feelings. And then Jesus, the Son of God, who was, who was like us in each and every way, showed feelings that, that we have, that you have. And so we've got to understand that God has emotions. Second important thing is that our ability to feel comes from God. The reason that you and I have emotions, the reason that you and I have feelings is because God, because God wants you to have those feelings. Um, we are made in the image of God. So to a degree, we are made in the likeness of God. And since God has emotions, guess what? You have emotions. Since God has feelings, you have feelings. Now, you may not be an emotional person, but guess what? You're a person with emotions. That's true. I'm, I don't consider myself a very emotional person, and most of y'all would would say, "Yeah, you're right, right." You know, you know, especially my wife. Um, 
not a very emotional person. You you may be the the total opposite, right? You and you're just so emotional, or you know somebody that that is so emotional. Look, the point is, is we all have emotions, and uh, emotions are very important because God made you that way for your benefit. Okay, for for your benefit, God made you specifically and, and intentionally with the ability to feel. And why is that? Well, look, he wants an emotional relationship with you. All right. He, he made us with the ability to reason, to think, with free will. He, he, he made us with feelings so that we could have an emotional relationship with you. He doesn't just want us to be robots. Right? He wants us to exhibit feelings for him. And when you think about it, a real relationship cannot exist without real feelings. It, it just can't. So God made us with feelings. Um, third thing, and uh, we'll get to the message here. My feelings can either help me or hurt me. Okay. My feelings, your feelings can either help you or hurt you. So we all have feelings, but here's the thing. We all deal with those things differently. We all express emotion differently. And so it's what you do with your emotions that is so important, right? It's how you handle your emotions is what's so important. If you're not careful, your emotions can have uh, the wrong impact, the negative impact on your life. And not only that, but you can actually impact somebody else's life the wrong way. Okay, So how you deal with your emotions is very important. And I'm going to speed through this message this morning, not too fast because it's so important, but I feel like you can keep up. Four truths that will help you deal with how you feel, right? So uh, this applies to everybody. If you're like me or if you're like super emotional, this applies to all of us. First of all, it's important that you figure out what you're feeling. Figure out what you're feeling. Now stay with me here. Um, what I mean by this is you need to understand you. Okay, All of us are different. All of us have different feelings at different times. Um, some of us may be uh, feelers, right? We've took those personality tests where you... You might be more of a feeler. Um, it's important that you understand your feelings. And look, sometimes you know exactly what you're feeling, and you know exactly why you are feeling the way you do, right? But many times you don't. <laughs> many times you, you don't. You just feel a certain way, and, and you don't know why, and you don't understand, understand it. What's well, important that we figure it out. Look at Haggai chapter 1, verse 5. Uh, says this, now this is what the Lord Almighty says, give careful thought to your ways. Give, give careful thought. And your ways is another way of, of talking about your life, your life in general. God wants us to examine ourselves, to understand ourselves. And look, <clears throat> not to sound cheesy or anything, but sometimes you need to take an emotional survey of your life. How are you doing? How are you feeling? And, and, and honestly, and seriously, you may even need to talk to someone about this, right? If, you, if your emotions are, are taking you captive, they're wrecking your life, you, you may need to talk this out with somebody else. But you need to figure out your feelings. Why am I feeling this way? What's the reason? How are my, how are my feelings impacting my life? Are they, are they helping me? Are they hurting me? Are they hurting others? You see, it's good to think through those things, 
not only for yourself, but here, here's another important thing. Um, God has a plan for you. Okay, God has a purpose for your life. And many times your feelings can knock you off track for God's purpose for you. If that's the case, then, then you need an emotional transformation. Look at Romans 12 too. This has been the key scripture for this series, but I want you to look at it through the lens of emotions today. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Now, where do feelings typically take place? Well, always take place. In your mind. In your mind. So you see transformation there is linked to our feelings. It's linked to emotions. And our ability to transform is directly related to how you feel. They're linked. And it says here that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. I want you to pay attention to that word discern there. What does that mean? To understand. You know, sometimes it's hard to discern or understand God's will when you were overwhelmed with your own feelings. Does that make sense? When you were overwhelmed with your own emotions, you can't really understand what God wants for your life. So if you want to understand God's will for your life, you really need to understand you. You really need to know you. You need to understand your feelings. Knowing knowing your ways, knowing your feelings, and figuring out you is so important. And it's the first step in dealing with how you feel. The second step is this. Fight the tendency to be ruled by your feelings. You know, I see so many people who are ruled, controlled by their feelings, by their emotions. It dictates their life. And we all have a tendency to to react based on how we feel. We all have that tendency. But here's the danger with that. Many times your, your feelings, they can be misleading. They can. Especially if you're hurt. Especially if you're angry, right? Those, those feelings, those urges to react a certain way can be misleading. Feelings can cloud your, your judgment. Proverbs 14, 12 says this. There is a way that seems right to a man, but, in, but its end is the way of death. Anybody been there? Anybody done this? Like it, it, you feel one way, you, you feel this type of emotion, and then you, you, you react in a way that you think is right at the time. But in the end, uh, sometime later, you're like, well, that was the wrong thing to do, right? I think we've all been there. I think we've all done that. When your f- feelings control you, look, you have no control over how you express your feelings that's what that's usually what happens and um you know what i'm talking about these are moments where you know you're impulsive um you're spontaneous um maybe maybe you've lashed out at someone or maybe you've had someone lash out at you you know you know what i'm talking about there's there's no no filter involved when you have no control over your feelings um Typically, we think about this when someone or maybe yourself is, is angry or, or you're frustrated and, right, you just feel it start to boil and spill over. Do you know anybody like that? Don't look at the person next to you. All right. Maybe that's you. Um, 
when I was in high school, you know, uh, that was when Indiana had a good basketball team. And Bobby Knight was their coach. And, you know, I didn't idolize Bobby Knight, but I always looked up to him. You know, he was called the general. And he was just this hardcore basketball coach. But you know what? He won lots of games. Um, third winningest all-time coach and won the Olympic gold medal and a national championship. I mean, who does that? That's crazy. But um, he had this problem with anger and his temper, right? And eventually it caught up with him. He would strangle guys' necks, right? I mean, imagine a coach strangling your son's neck. <laughs> um, and I think how tragic it is for this guy who, who started off being recognized for his successes and wins and coaching ability, but now, now, what's his reputation? What is his legacy? Well, he's known by not being able to control his temper. How tragic is that? And I wonder how many of us 10, 20 years down the road are not going to be known by what we do very well, but those moments that we don't do right. Those moments where our emotions get the better of us and, and they rule over us. You know, um, maybe it's hurt. Maybe you've been hurt in the past and you're just so hurt that it's, it just rules over you. It controls you. But did you know what? Um, if it controls you, it can hurt you a lot more. Just that feeling alone. That, that feeling can hurt you more than what caused the feeling if you let it control you. And, and, and if you're hurting and your feelings rule over you, you can end up hurting others too. You can. So it's not wise to allow your feelings to have such an influence on your life that your emotions get out of control. Look at Proverbs 29.11. A fool vents all his feelings, but a wise man holds them back. You know, it's wise to be able to hold back your feelings. And pay, pay close attention to that. It doesn't say hold in your feelings. That's not healthy, okay, to, to just com completely keep everything in. But no, no, the difference is you're, you, you know when not to do something, right? You, you are in control of your emotions and feelings. Not, your emotions don't control you. You control them. And you know when and how to express them. You know how to deal with them. The Bible says that you are wise if you can do that, if you learn how to do that. And look, um, you may need to stop. Um, you may need to think. You may need to, to pause. You may need to walk away. You may need to, to avoid some people. You may need to avoid some circumstances. The point is, is you know you, right? That's, that's, you figure it out. You know you. You know what your triggers are. You know what you're dealing with. And then you don't allow these feelings, these emotions to rule over you. Um, so make sure that you're not ruled by your feelings. Third, third step in dealing with how you feel is find a way to use your feelings to honor the Lord. You, you, you find a way to use what you're feeling, good or bad, okay, to, to turn that around and honor the Lord. So Matthew twenty two thirty seven, very important verse because Jesus says it's the greatest commandment in all of Scripture, right? Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. How do you, 
How do you do that? All your mind. I mean, really. It's a struggle, isn't it? Especially when your feelings and your emotions come from your mind. That tells This tells me that we need to figure out a way to honor the Lord with our feelings, with our emotions. The mind is more than just our thoughts. It's our emotions. And look, um, the truth is you can't control how you feel all the time. You just can't. You know, there's, there's just some times where you, you, you can't really control your feelings, but here's what you can control, how you respond to what you're feeling, how you react to what you're feeling. You see, it's that, in that space right there, in your reaction, in your response, what you do with your feeling, it's in that moment where you can honor the Lord. Uh, the enemy doesn't want you to do this, folks. And here's where I see most of us, most people uh, messing up is responding to their emotions the wrong way and not even thinking about it, not even considering the Lord. The enemy wants you to keep doing that. The enemy wants you to respond in a way that does not honor the Lord. I don't have this on the screen, but just listen to 1 Peter 5.8. It says, be alert and of sober mind. Now, that has nothing to do with alcohol, okay? Sober mind means you have self-control over your mind. Like, like your mind, your mind is, is clear. Be alert and of sober mi- mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Now, the devil's not literally a roaring lion that's going to eat you, okay? But he is looking for an opportunity to get you to react negatively based on how you feel. The scripture says, be alert and of sober mind. The devil will bring you down through your emotions. He will. That's what he does. And you might say this, how in the world can I honor the Lord with my feelings all the time? I asked myself this question when I was, I'm like, wait, how do you do, how do you even do this? Well, I want to show you a foolproof scripture that applies to everything, everything in your life, including your feelings. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. And there's three parts to this, okay? How do you do this? Well, first of all, you trust in the Lord, right? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Wait a minute, Zach. I've been hurt. Wait, I've been been wronged. Somebody wronged me. Somebody offended me. Somebody dishonored me. Somebody really, really hurt me. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. You sure, God? I mean, it doesn't make sense. I mean, it doesn't seem fair. Wait, wait, second part. Don't lean on your own understanding. You see, it goes back to understanding how you feel because sometimes our feelings can be misleading, right? And God knows that. So he says, wait, first of all, trust in me. Second of all, look, don't put 100% trust in yourself. And then thirdly, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. I want you to look at that word acknowledge. In all your ways, acknowledge. Acknowledge him in everything that you do. You know, I remember, um, I can't can't remember when I was a teenager or a young adult, but you remember those what would Jesus do bracelets? Right, every, like everybody had those, the WWJD. 
And, you know, I thought they were cheesy at the time. But now that I'm looking at this, I'm thinking, man, what a great idea to be able to look at that and get a reminder of what would Jesus do? Because that's exactly what we need to think when we're faced with feelings and emotions, especially ones that are negative, right? What would Jesus do? In all your ways, acknowledge him. If you're hurt, acknowledge him, right? See him. I don't know what you picture Jesus looking like. You know, most of the paintings are wrong, <laughs> you know. But, but just picture, picture Jesus, Acknowledge him. See him. Pretend he's right there beside of you. I mean, his spirit is. Think about that. Think through that. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And look, acknowledging him in all your ways will make your path straight. What does that tell me? That is going to be a benefit to my life. Right. My, pa- my path is going to be straighter the more that I acknowledge the Lord. And so we need to do that with your feelings. Well, one last step in dealing with your feelings is this. You need to fill your life with the Holy Spirit. Fill your life with the Holy Spirit. Okay, This is very, very important. Um, when, when you become a believer in Jesus Christ, Scripture teaches us that the Holy Spirit resides within you. Okay, the, the theological term for that is indwelling. I don't know if any of you have heard of that, but that happens when, when you place your faith in the Lord, his spirit indwells, actually lives inside of you. You are transformed on the inside. All right, so that's one thing. Then scripture talks about a filling of the Holy Spirit. That's, that's different. That's different. Now, it's still God that does that, but it's something that you allow or you don't allow. Okay, that, it, it, you see the second thing, it, the first thing is all God, all God. He calls you, you profess faith in him, his spirit indwells you. The second thing is on you. He, God's waiting. He's not holding back his spirit from you. He's, he's ready to, to fill you with that. The question is, are you ready to, to allow him? To allow him. I read through scripture about all these people being filled with the Holy Spirit, and they just do like, the next thing they do is like super amazing, right? And, and it's because they allowed God to, to fill them with the Holy Spirit. You know, too many times, guess what we're filled with? Our feelings. Maybe you're here today, and that's you. You're, you're just, how you feel is, is just, you're filled to the top with your emotion and there's very little room for God's spirit you know that's not how God wants us to live he wants us to be filled with his spirit why is that because he knows he knows he knows you will have a much better life if you were filled with him he knows that and he wants that for you so Romans 8 6 says this the mind governed by the flesh is death but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace you see, if your mind is governed by your emotions, it's impossible for your mind to be governed by the Spirit. Impossible. Won't, won't happen. So these feelings, and, and some of you may be there, these feelings, they're so powerful that they are all you think about, they are all you hear, and it's on repeat 
over and over and over again. And you can't think about anything else. You see, on the other hand, if you allow yourself to be filled with God's Spirit, what does it lead to? Life and peace. And doesn't that sound good today to those of you that are stressed out with your feelings, tired of negative emotions, being beat by thinking the same things all the time? Doesn't life and peace sound so much better? <laughs> I know it does to me. Now, do you want do you want this? There's no magic formula here. I'm not. I'm not going to, you know, give you some type of magic formula that's going to just be automatic. It's simply, it's simply up to you, and 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 you get to a place in your life where you say, God, I, I want you. God, I I, I need you. And I don't know what it's going to take, but I'm ready. And you just start grinding it out. It's up to you. It's up to you to pray. It's up to you to get on your knees and go before God. It's up to you to read the scripture. Hey, it doesn't happen instantaneously. God just doesn't, boom, fill people with his spirit. No, it's something that you allow. You allow and you work through. But it leads to a much better life. Look at Galatians 5.22. We did a series on this a while back called Fruits of the Spirit, Spiritual Fruit. Um. Look at this. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Look, many of us have read this before and like, okay, we've got the Holy Spirit. This is how we're supposed to act, right? No. If you fill yourself with the Spirit, these are the things that take place in your life automatically. Don't look at this as a list, a checklist. Oh, I got to do this or I got to act this way in order for, for there to be evidence that I'm, uh, I have the Spirit in me. No, you fill yourself with the Spirit. Look, these things will be displayed in your life. Wouldn't that be good? Man, who wouldn't want to have more peace? Who wouldn't want to have more joy? Who wouldn't, who wouldn't want to have more patience in life? Who would not want to have the Spirit-filled life? Man, we should all... We should all want that. And if you allow yourself to be filled with the Holy Spirit, instead of feeding your feelings, you can have this life as well. So how are you dealing with your feelings this morning? How are you doing? Take an emotional survey of your, your life, of yourself. You know, I think most of us, for most of us, this could be a big opportunity for a transformation right here. I know one thing. This is what our world needs. This is what our world needs to see. Before we close, um, I want to share with you this, the most important reason that we have feelings. I found this scripture, um, and I just had to share it with you, okay? Without feelings, we wouldn't be able to know how much God loves us. Think about that. If we didn't have feelings or emotions, we would have no idea the extent of God's love for us. And to me, I just think about that. And I'm, I'm so thankful 
that God made me with the ability to feel, with the ability to, to experience his grace. And, and Paul said a prayer for uh, Christians about just this. And today, this is my prayer, not only for me, but, but for all of us, for you, for you. Because what do you feel when I say God loves you? What do you feel? See, I, I had to do the same thing to myself. We, we've gotten to a point where we don't feel hardly anything. Like, the, like When I say God loves you, that does not blow, up, blow you away anymore. That, that doesn't just, I mean, just blow your mind. That doesn't just capture your heart. When I say God loves you, what's happened? What's happened to us? The love of God should be the most important feeling in our, in our lives. Paul says this. Ephesians, I'm going to close out here. Ephesians 3.16. This is his prayer. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. You see that? On the inside, in your mind, in your heart, in your soul through his spirit, that he would strengthen you, that you wouldn't allow these feelings to control you, that you would be filled with his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. Look, what gets us through today and tomorrow is knowing that God loves you. What gets us through a crazy world that seems to be spinning out of control is the fact that God loves you. And verse 18 says this, and may you have the power to understand as all God's people should. Paul's saying, look, we, we, we should be able to understand this. This should not be an issue for us. How wide, how long, how high, how deep his love is. May you, verse 19 says, may you experience the love of Christ. Though it's too great to understand fully, then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. I hope you understood that. There was a lot in there, and it sounds really deep, but it all stems with Paul's passion for his people to understand and feel God's love through Jesus Christ. That's my prayer for you today to know that the most important thing in your life is to feel God's love, to experience his love, because he does love you. And I pray today that if you're struggling with your emotions and your feelings, that you would deal with that. Not, don't put it off. That you would trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. And in everything that you do, including what you think, acknowledge him. Acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. Well, let's pray. Father, today we just praise you. Oh, God, we just I just want to say now that we are so thankful that you, sovereign, creator, almighty God, love us. 
God, you've created us with feelings and emotions and the ability to, to feel certain things. And God, through that, I feel like we've somehow gotten away from feeling your love. Help us to see Jesus. Help us to see the cross. Help us to see him dying for me, for us. Help us to see the tomb empty to show that we can have new life. As Paul said, help us just to even, help us to try to understand how high, how wide, how deep is your love for us. And and your word says the fullness of life is found in knowing and understanding your love for us. I pray that today we just, we want full lives. We want to live life to the fullest. We want to have blessed lives. Help us to feel and to understand and live in the love of Christ. And we pray that our feelings would be used for your glory and that they would not rule over us and that we would honor you in everything that we do. In Christ's name we pray this morning. Amen.